have another episode. This time we have a visual kind of episode with, uh, with me, uh, Izati. And me, hi, I'm Anis. And also me, hi, I'm Weisan. Yes, uh, today I am. I managed to get these two people to come with me and join me in this conversation, which it, which I find interesting and also uh, amused to get them. And I am honored to have them with me today. Um, this is the first time we do a, a conversation together with I um together three of us, and I um. I'm I am nervous, <laughs> but okay, I okay. Me too. <laughs> okay, let's enjoy the first game. um. So today, um, because you uh, you guys give uh, me the opportunity to um, uh, you guys answered the question that I asked in my poll in the Instagram about whether what kind of th the things that I want to, um, share in the, my favorite month, which is this month. So this month is actually a better hearing and speech month. So this is why I want to do something for it. So I asked the, these two girls over here. So maybe Anis, Anis can tell us what is actually better hearing and speech month? Oops. <laughs> I think uh, it's a month where we celebrate um, um our profession uh which is um speech language therapy and speech language therapist and uh audiology yes and yeah. i think that's all yeah yeah this is the month where we celebrate uh our profession as a speech therapist and also audiologist um and also in the month of may it's actually the month where um 18 may is the day which is a speech therapy day do you guys know that Now I know. <laughs> yeah, I I just found out at, at about it actually recently. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's a yeah, good thing to be known. Because I just Google it and I didn't know that there is actually a speech therapy day. And then I Google it and then, oh, that's why they do a better series and speech month on me because on me also there is a speech and language therapy day. Yeah. Interesting, right? <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> um, uh, so back to the main thing that we want to talk about, which is um, to share what is our experiences. Um, so me, I'm working as a government servant speech therapist. Um, how about Anis? Um, for me, currently, uh, I'm working as speech therapist at university setting for two years now. Anis working in a um, university setting for about three years. How about Wayside? Oh, um, I currently running a uh, one-stop habilitation center, which provides a one-to-one physiotherapy, one-to-one occupational therapy, and of course, one-to-one speech language therapy. And at the same time, the center also offer early intervention program. So I've been in this center for around one year plus, I think. Yeah, around that. Mm. So Wei San is a 
uh, basically running a speech therapy center, which is the owner, owner of a private one of center. the owner. One of the owner. Mm, okay. Yeah, we so three. we have three. Huh? We have three directors on the board for the center. Uh, oh, mm. okay. Interesting. Um, and the so three of the us is. Uh, huh? So one of it is you, and then the other two is. Uh, one is occupational therapist. Her name is Akma, and another one is facial therapist. Her name is Wan Kun. So oh. just nice lah. Each professions one representative. Wow, nice, nice, nice. <laughs> mm -hmm. So we have a private setting experience here, and then a university setting, and also government settings. Um, so the first question, um, that people ask is that what they want to know is wait is how did you qualify to become a speech therapist mm. can someone answer this question i think the basic qualification is you have to complete your studies and so far as i know for malaysia it's you have to complete at least degree bachelor of degree so you can complete them now now ukm usm and also uitm also having the course right right UI anis uitm or uia uia or uitm oh uia oh i always confuse these two institutes <laughs> uia uia yeah so yeah uh, basically go to the university that provide the course then it usually four years then once you're completed, you pass your clinical viva, you pass your coursework, then you are qualified to be a speech language therapist. Yes, yes. That's mm. how we three of us do it because we are come from, from the same university. USM. Uh, so so continuation from the question that uh just now, which Wei San just answered. Um this uh, does UIA also having the same uh, procedure as the one that Waysan said just now or is it uh, there is something different or something to add on because for me I already graduated for around five years six years how about how long uh? six uh? <laughs> six, uh, six years five or six yeah around that <laughs> So maybe there are some changes in the university. Huh? Uh, can Ani share a little bit about that? Because she is staying in that university right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, basically, uh, the qualification is uh, the same. Mm -hmm. uh, the difference is only uh, because currently we have um, our graduate uh, graduated uh, this coming uh, previous uh, so currently we, we have uh, two batches that, that have uh, graduated but um, basically the qualification is the same mm -hmm. just only uh, because due to this pandemic uh, thing so uh, they have uh, dragged their uh, study to uh, I think one, one of uh, one batch is uh, four years but uh, one batch is, uh, I think, four years plus. But that is because uh, due to pandemic, um, um, other things is only the same as uh, USM. 
Oh, I see. So they also have to uh, have the same qualification to enter the university and then they also have to enter Viva. It's just that they have a little bit of like telepractice or extra time because of the pandemic because they can't really see patients, isn't it? Yes. Mm, okay, okay, I see. So for those who are looking to pursue in speech and language therapies in university setting, so uh, it just... Uh, for these three universities in Malaysia, we only have uh, USM, University of Malaysia, University Kebangsaan Malaysia, and also University Islamic Antara Bangsa Malaysia. Mm. Yes! Is it? Is it? <laughs> Next question that okay. they ask Were you required to actually work in the government sector after you graduate? Want to answer? Me answer? Anis answer. I'll give it to Anis. Okay, Anis, right? <laughs> Sorry, what? Uh, the the question. You, are you required to end to work as a, uh, uh, after you graduated as a speech therapist? Are you required to work in the government sector, or you can actually, uh, pursue on, or you can work in other settings? Um, uh, I think that. Is um not a requirement, uh because for me I have never been a, a government servant. Uh, after I graduated, I work in a private center in Kelantan, and then uh I continue my work at um UIA. So I think it's uh more like um our preference. If we choose to be a government servant, then we can apply uh to be a one, but. If we prefer to work in other settings, then it's uh, up to us. Lah. Yes, exactly. Uh, for me, I before I enter government, is also I uh, previously worked in a private setting first. Um, basically, because there is no... Uh, what is it called? Eh? Uh, there is no place for me to be in. Um, I've after I graduated, so I waited for two years working in a private setting. But actually, it is quite a good experience as well before you enter um, government practice because there are some of the skills that you will need to learn early on rather than waiting for that post to be open. Um, so yeah, I learned a lot from practicing in government hospital, uh, private hospital before entering the government hospital because if not because of that first-hand experience, I won't be able to survive in the government hospital right now. Yeah. How about you, Wesai? How, how about your journey after you graduate? Because I haven't had this conversation with you before, so I would like to know as well. <laughs> ah, okay. I have to recall for a while. Yeah, yeah. I can say about, about mm -hmm. 10 seconds. What do you do after okay. you <laughs> I think after I graduated, I straight away worked in a NGO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started my journey as a SLT in an NGO. And the one that uh, Sarah went for interview as well. Mm. Oh, oh. She didn't end up, she didn't join because <clears throat> I think she got a call from the one of the government hospital or whatnot. Yeah. Anyhow, mm -hmm. I started my journey in an NGO. 
mm-hmm. where I worked for around three years, I think, mm-hmm. two half, two half to three. Mm-hmm. Then I converted into part timer, mm-hmm. continuing as a part timer in the NGO. Mm-hmm. At the same time, as a part timer in uh, one of the EIP center. The name is Hatching. Mm-hmm. The Hatching Center. They having two uh, branches. Uh, then I'm based in the KJ or PJ branch. Then after one year, arriving around one year, just right before MCO, right before MCO, I become a full timer ST in the Hatching Center, where my job scope basically is being a school based speech therapist and also a one to one speech therapist. Mm-hmm. After that, I quit. Then I joined this. Uh, current center. Hmm. I have not been in any government setting. I wanted to be when they finally opened up the posting, but then I found that uh, I prefer in private setting, like more more freedom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Carry mm. on. What more? What? What? What more? Uh, what I feel like in private sector is slightly more freedom. Hmm. But I would say that what I imagine to be in government sector is that you are having the greater opportunity to explore and to see a variety of cases. Like from the, if I'm not mistaken, from the NICU, right? Sometimes you have to see cases in NICU and you can go up to uh, in the ICU as well for the, uh, for the elderly uh, I was saying that I know why I say that in private sector having more freedom is because I really love to spend time with kids. Mm, and if, uh, but with elderly, I'm fine with it, but I'm more particular to swallowing cases only. Uh. So it's like, but if you're in government sector, you are supposed to serve the nation. Mm. So you don't have the options to, you know, pick the cases. But where am I working now? I don't pick cases as well. It's just that the automatic filter only pediatric case come to me. Yeah, that kind of freedom. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, just like we San said, in government, we do uh, required to serve all the nation, which is we serve from the, uh, from the baby, uh, born term baby until the elderly, eldest, uh, people which for me the eldest the most older people that I've met is around 90 year old auntie uh, yeah so um, that's how we government servants serve and I oh I I and from Zwei-san's story just now I can see that she have the ability to like um the she has the experience to go with lots of uh company and also um different kind of settings, isn't it? <laughs> so uh, yeah, a little I def- I def- <laughs> So I definitely want to know how what makes you want to and uh, where do you get the idea in order to like change the. Uh, the places that you want to, the setting that you are in now, into the another one. Where do you find that courage, the idea? When, where, where is the time? 
Okay, I think oh, uh, it's going to be a yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a slightly long story. It's uh, we have to go back to my first job in NGO. Mm -hmm. uh, I work in the NGO alone, like uh, which means alone means that there is no senior around. And the post of speech therapist was actually uh, left there for around two years before I joined in. So mm. basically a lot of, uh, when I joined in the NGO, basically a lot of things I have to build up by myself. Yeah, but there are sort of like few traces documents left over that I could refer to. But then, yeah, I think around 80%, I have to do it by myself. Uh, initially, I was finding it fun because uh, I love to build, I love to create things or to, you know, bring up new things by my own and then seeing it grow like that. And then until one point, I found myself feeling a bit fatigued in terms of having uh, the conversation with parents where I found that a one-to-one -one intervention may not be really helpful to the children because one-to-one -one intervention is just happening once in a week or maybe the worst could be a once in a month. And I think in government, if I'm not mistaken, that could be once in three or once to every six months, right? Yeah. Mm, then I found that, uh, yeah, I found myself feeling fatigued in this kind of conversation as in the parents will come back to me saying that they see the progress, but they don't know how to bring these changes into their daily life, especially uh, for those children who are attending schools. Because mm, currently, I, not currently, at that moment, I don't see I don't see the relationship between the therapist and also the school team. It's basically uh, each of the profession are doing their job differently, but the child is struggling in between. So from there, I changed to part-time. Then I was searching for a ERP center to see whether do they take in part-timer or so or not. I started part-timer for school basis because I'm not so sure whether I'm suitable in that position or not. Like, I wanted to know more, but I don't have that full courage to just jump into it like that. So fortunately, Hatching is willing to take me in and giving me a lot of chances to learn a lot of things. And then from there, I do learn that uh, it will be really effective if we could actively involve in the whole social, social circle of the child. Also from yeah, from the experience in hatching where I get to involve in the program planning for uh, the younger age as young as around three years old and then to pre-vocational and vocational age around I think the eldest is 17 or 18. And also at the same time having a senior, her name is Wei guiding me and another colleague, Amelie, together in this journey of EIP. Uh, it's a pretty fruitful journey, and then I wanted to do more by myself. So I decided to quit and then get along with Akma and Wan Kun, uh, whom they were my colleague in Sao Seng Lam. And we were quite quick on uh, the three of us. Uh, then we came out, uh, then we quit our 
old job, the previous job, and then we uh, came together and established this center. Mm, and then for now, we are doing the things that we uh, really wanted to do. Mm. So that's the journey. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. So I kind of learned a lot from your journey just now, especially the part where you um, know that you feel uh, the burnout when you do something that is uh, when you do things alone at the beginning of your career and also you know that you needed help extra help and you know that you cannot do everything by yourself so you start to search for um, solutions and um, and also I like the way that you actually plan before because you are not sure whether you are suitable for that kind of specialty which is focusing more on the preschool children in especially in uh, preschool kids um, so you do a part-time job first then only when you realize that you are passionate about it then only you go into it so I think that is quite a great plan and idea to get on for those who are looking for, like, don't know whether whether this thing is actually suitable for me or not. Maybe can, you can try first, but don't fully into it, invest on it too much. Um, after you found whether you see that you can actually pursue on it for a longer period of time, then only you go into it, learn about it, and uh, continue with it. So, huh. So, Anis. How about you? How about your journey? After you graduated, what do you do? Okay, um, my journey... When I graduated, I, uh, I graduated at the age of 25, quite mm -hmm. late. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I um, worked at a uh, private center at, uh, in Kelantan for from 2018 to 2020 for uh, like two years uh, and then um, I quit my job there I and then I continue uh, working uh, at UIA uh, my current uh, workplace mm -hmm. now um, I work. Uh, I quit my job at a uh, private center. Uh, one of the reason is uh, the same as Wesan because uh, I'm the only uh, speech therapist there, so there's no um, click, uh, uh, no senior. I'm just doing uh, uh, difficult for me because uh, I think I'm, I'm just graduated and then I, uh, I have to work alone without uh, any guidance uh, from senior or, or uh, I can't uh, share experience or I can't uh, discuss uh, speech language things with others. Um, and then um, the other reason I quit because um, uh, speech therapists, uh, we have a very limited uh, number of speech therapists in Malaysia. 
uh, and then I I think that um, if I uh, pursue my career in a university setting, then I can um, be uh, I can share my knowledge and then share my experience uh, with uh, other students. Uh, I think indirectly, uh, uh, I also help to to increase the number of speech therapists uh, in Malaysia so that we can help more people. I think that's all for my journey. It's not so interesting. Not so interesting. interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to be a supervisor in future also. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. I hope you can, Waisan, because nowadays I can see people in private center also they provide supervision. So hopefully you can be uh, one in future. Uh, talking about that, I am going to be one in August. <gasps> oh my gosh! Is this new pig or what? <laughs> uh, UKM students. Mm, wow! Great, 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 great. Ani's story just now, she was talking about she wants to contribute something and then she said that we have less uh, seniors to talk. Yeah, I agree about that. I am feeling it right now, see. Because we don't have enough seniors to talk. Yeah, yeah, the only one, right? Yeah, so because we don't have much seniors to talk to, so we don't have that um, uh, direct knowledge from someone. Uh, uh, there is there is a difference between you getting get the knowledge from a book compared to get you get um, the message from someone who is um, more experienced than you do uh, see more patients than you do uh, and have more knowledge than you do so yeah I hope that by doing this maybe we can like attract more people who is like seniors who can like give their ideas to us some more <laughs> so we can do like something like this lah. Uh, so right now we are trying to do it so that our future generation after this I don't know how many <laughs> so that they can get the knowledge like that we cannot have access to lah. Mm, yeah simply like Ta -da. Ta -da.